Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Zara Mahoon. Zara, your website is zmahoon.com. So that's Z-M-A-H-O-O-N.com. Zara, thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to be here. And so Zara, from a high level, go ahead and explain how you help folks and what you do. Oh my goodness. How much time do you have? (laughs) We got 20 minutes. All right. (laughs) That's exactly how much time we have. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So basically I help people get rid of worry and anxiety because I find that those are the two major roadblocks to anything that we want to accomplish in life. And uh, it can go in any direction because we don't sometimes even realize that we are worrying about something. Yeah. So it's primarily about mindset, positive thinking, just taking a step back from the way you think, mapping out your thoughts, and then looking at that map and asking the question, is this map taking me to where I want to go or is it taking me away from where I want to go? Yeah. All right. So uh, listen, and what we're talking about, uh, I, I don't mean to transpose my 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 own insecurity upon the audience, but my suspicion is that this is a very common thing uh, that, that folks uh, wrestle with worry. I know I do. And I worry about just dumb stuff that, you know, almost never, almost never comes anywhere close to the worry that I have. What's going on with me, Zero? How come I worry? It's a habit. It's a habit that we learn and we don't realize it. And then the habit takes over just like any other habit. We know it's not good for us, but we can't help ourselves because it becomes a habit. It's just like any other bad habit, you know, any substance abuse situation, any food abuse situation. It's all about habits. Mm. All right. So how do we break bad habits? Well, there's a couple of ways you can do it. One is you just decide that you're going to go cold turkey and you do. (laughs) That's the harder way to do it. And it's not always possible. Some people are able to do it. And that's what we call a quantum leap. A quantum leap is someone who accomplishes a quantum leap is a person who says, okay, I'm going to do it. And then they go ahead and do it. All right. Well, for, that sounds great. I, I like that. I like that way. So are there any steps? Should I be, should I be reciting mantras? What, what do I do here? No, 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 no. The reciting mantras is the other way. So if you decide to make a quantum leap, that's just a decision. And in that one split second, you let go all your past beliefs and you say, I'm no longer subscribing to the way I was living my life. I'm going to start fresh with a fresh canvas with new rules. Not everyone can do that, but some people can. Okay. Well, I'm with you so far. I've said it. I I agree. I am no longer going to worry. Now what do I do? 
now you don't do what you used to do. (laughs) What happens if I start worrying? (laughs) But that's the thing. That's why not too many people can accomplish those quantum leaps. Mm. So the other method, which works for most people, Mm -hmm. is the slow and steady changing, shifting of habits, understanding where you're going off track, bringing yourself back onto track. So it's like going on a freeway and taking the wrong exit, then getting back on the highway, going a a fair distance and then getting off at the wrong exit Mm. until you stop getting off at the wrong exit. And that takes work. It takes work. Mantras are sometimes part of it because what a mantra does is it replaces your thought process. Mm. If you focus on the mantra, now you're not thinking the old thoughts, the old habit of thought that was keeping you where you were. So now you can do things in a completely new manner. Anything, anything you can get rid of in three days. And that applies to your thoughts as well. So if you sat and you did that mantra Mm -hmm. for three days, you would come out with a new habit of thought. Yeah. um, So what do I, what what would the mantra sound like? Like, so for example, like um, if someone is either worried about lack of money, uh, maybe they're worried about, you know, in my case, I, I probably worry about disappointing others um, too often, um, you know, what, when, when that feeling starts to creep in and I'm like, oh, there you are, my old friend. <laughs> exactly. right? So I know there's value number one in, in separating yourself from the thought, the thought is not me and the thought is not necessarily reality. So like, I'm usually pretty good at saying, oh, crap, there's that worry again, you know, and I keep reciting stuff or, you know, replaying things or rehearsing things. Right. And that, that's, that's kind of where my brain goes to, but I don't want to do that anymore. So like, again, I I recognize, and I think that's a valuable first step is recognizing, listen, this is not you. This is a separate thing here that you're doing and, and to be able to identify it separately and separate from you is so valuable. Like that, that reflex, I I would imagine is probably one of the earlier steps here. Absolutely. And it goes hand in hand with being mindful. If you're not mindful, you will not know that you've gone back to your old habit. See, a lot of us go off on autopilot and we don't realize that that's what we are doing. That autopilot is the old way of doing things. In order to change that old way of doing things, you have to be present. This is why mindfulness is so important. Be present here and now, and that is the only way that you will know where you are going in your thoughts. So if you zone out and you don't even know that you are worrying, how are you ever going to change that? So the first thing is become present and you become present by just making the decision and focusing on the task at hand. How many times is it that we are in conversation with someone and we are kind of listening to them with one ear and our thoughts are somewhere else? We're thinking about the next thing that we need to do or other stuff that we need to get done. And so we're not fully present. Be present with whatever task you're doing. And that is how you will become mindful and you will know when you're going off towards those worrisome thoughts. 
that's how you can stop those worrisome thoughts. So once you start understanding that you're going in that direction, stop and mm-hmm. take your mind off of that onto something else. And what I say is pick the first thing that's next to you. So I have this highlighter. I'm just going to focus all my five senses on the highlighter. Oh, wow. I because like that. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something, you know, like, uh, you know, think about pink clouds, happy clouds, happy, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. <laughs> no, actually, that actually is the harder way of doing it. Wow. Because, because when you are in a place of worry, happiness is a very, fa- is a very far thing to get to. It's, it's, it's not close enough that you can grab it. So you have to get off the worry first. I I explain it like this. Mm. If you're worrying, it's like you're going reverse in a car. From going reverse, you don't go into fourth gear forward. Mm. In the flip of a switch, you first have to bring that car to a stop, put it in neutral, and then go into fourth gear or drive. Yeah, that makes sense. So, So that process of bringing the car to a stop is the process of focusing on something simple that's right in front of you. But you have to put all five physical senses onto this little thing, because our five senses are the way that we interpret the world around us. And if you don't focus all five on this thing here, then your mind still has the ability to go somewhere else while you're looking at it. So I can be looking at this and thinking another thought, unless I put all five senses on it and I start describing it to myself. This is a yellow highlighter. It's kind of funny in the way it's shaped. I like how smooth it is. I don't know if I like the clicky sound. So you see what I'm doing? I am focusing all five senses on this. When I do that, and if I am able to do that, even for just 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. that anxiety, that bout of anxiety or worry passes, I'm calmer. And now I can think straight because no one can think straight. If you're in the middle of an episode of anxiety or worry or a panic attack, you have to let that pass. You cannot make good decisions if you don't have clarity. And you cannot have clarity if you are all caught up in worry and anxiety. So better decisions happen when we live mindfully. And that is why all aspects of our, of our life improve because we just make better decisions about things. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so that is a really great practical thing that that we could do. So keep a highlighter with you. <laughs> and and when you feel worry creep in, uh, you know, again, so now that we've interrupted that, that's great. Do we just keep on interrupting then? For as long as it takes for that bout of anxiety to pass. So you'll mm-hmm. feel it. Some people have that knot in their tummies. Some people have a knot in their chest or their throat. When you feel that subside, breathe. And now you can go towards the mantra or you can go towards the visualization or you can go towards anything that you've decided beforehand, you've practiced that you can bring in and help yourself feel even better. So I call it having a fire drill for your mind. Just like we have a fire drill, we know how to exit a building in a situation. 
in the same manner, when we have a fire in our heads, we have to have a drill that we are comfortable with. We don't have to think about what to grasp at. It's right there and we can go there. So that's the benefit of having a practiced visualization or a practiced mantra or a practiced ritual that you can go to right away. And that helps you to feel even better. It's all about feeling better because when you start feeling in control, now you have clarity. So the, the whole idea is to get to that point where you can see clearly. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I guess it really doesn't matter what it is that you're worrying about. You could be worrying about your health, exactly. your money, your finances, what people think about you. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely. Step, Anything. Interrupt, get present, exactly. um, which is what we're doing. Um, right. Now, Zira, I, I, now I want to attract all the good stuff. Um, so like, let's say for example, like, um, you know, my, uh, you know, let's say someone is a consultant and they want, uh, you know, a certain type of client, right. And they want maybe several. So what, what can we do to start manifesting that in our lives? The, uh, trick to manifesting is understanding the difference between intention and attention, your intention is to attract clients. Your attention also has to be on that instead of being on the opposite of that. So let's say your in, intention is I want 10 new clients and they have to be this avatar or mm. uh, profile. But I keep thinking my attention is on there aren't enough of those around. How will I find them? What should I do? So with thoughts like that, you're actually pushing away the thing that you want. Your attention and intention have to be in the same place. And then you don't have to, then it's effortless. Then it will come to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wh what do you say to someone who's like, well, that, that sounds all uh, woo woo. <laughs> I, I, I still have to, I have to do the work in order to get the thing. Yes, you do. It's not about not doing the work. It's about making the work easier to do. Because mm -hmm. when you have clarity and you're not riddled with worry, that's going to make things easier. Exactly. So, you know, there's this misconception that law of attraction is about no work. That is incorrect. Law of attraction says do the work, but first get clear about what needs to be done. And make the work easier to do. And that's what the thinking process is all about, because we think in ourselves into difficulty and we can just as easily think ourselves out of difficulty. Yeah, yeah, it, I can make it easier. Yeah, I can see that. OK, cool. So um, so I would love an assignment. <laughs> and so if my goal is like life, like things are going pretty well, um, but I think, you know, where I want to get to is like, I want to figure out, you know, how I can, um, you know, maybe make my schedule a little easier. Cause right now I do have a, a pretty, pretty amazing, you know, pretty amazingly full schedule. And I am so grateful for that historically. Mm -hmm. Um, but if, you know, I, I think I'd like to make the company a little less reliant upon my efforts. So maybe walk me through what, what I might do to help create that. So as I listen to you, there are a lot of things going on. Um, and I'll just pick one and work on that one. Yeah. 
So when you say, uh, I would like the company to be less reliant on me. Mm-hmm. Now, see where you're pointed. Your intention is to have more time, but you are, your attention is on the fact that you don't have. What I don't want. Yes, right. So I need to focus on what I do want, right? And I want to, uh, you know, I want to have more time for hobbies. I want to have more time for um um, self, self-care, um, you know, exercise, you know, the things that I know that are good for me physically, emotionally, spiritually, that's what I I want more of that. And, you know, maybe just a little bit more, um, you know, maybe some more breaks during the day or relaxation, that sort of thing. So the thing that you're doing to yourself, it's all about beliefs. What is a belief? A belief is, the thought on which your attention is, even though your intention or your desire is something else. What mm. you're doing to yourself, Josh, is you're saying, I don't have enough time. And because your attention is on not having enough time, therefore, you do not have enough time. But the reality is that you can have it all mm-hmm. and you can create time for the things that are important to you without having to give something up. You can find ways to fit it all together if you think that there's a way. But if you keep telling yourself, there's no way I can do all of this and still have time to do uh, to pursue a hobby or to spend more time with my family or to do other things, then you will not be able to find time because your attention and your intention are in two different places. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, no, I, I, I know I can. Um, I think... Yeah. And I have a plan. Um, so I guess I, I should probably, I, like, if I'm thinking about my emotion, um, you know, I, I should be excited and uh, I should be excited about the plan because it's well underway. Right. And if I look at the calendar, it's like, look, I've already created. So, I, you know, it's like, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I've got the gratitude. Right. And so, um, and sometimes things are just going to take a while. So let's say someone saying, I want to get out of debt. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's, you know, may not necessarily going to happen today, but you've got an 18 month plan here and this looks solid. So get excited about, you know, the fact, you know, it's, it's like, um, you know, celebrating, the win or imagining what it's going to be like when you are at the end of that 18 months, right. And start living that now you may as well live that now because it's kind of an inevitability here. See, the problem is that people go zigzag instead of going straight. So if you were going straight, you would get to wherever you were going faster. In reality, what happens is, for example, if someone has debt that they want to pay off or you want to free up time, the problem is you think about freeing up time or paying off the debt, but then you come back to what you think is reality, which is the absence of the thing that you want. So you keep zigzagging between having and not having, having and not having, having and not having, and that makes the journey longer. If you do get focused and you say, I'm well on my way, and you always think positively about that thing that you want to accomplish, you'll just end up getting there faster. People zigzag. And when you zigzag, what happens is you pull your energy apart because you're focusing on one thing, the absence, and then you're focusing on the presence of what you want. And that literally splits your energy. Tell me something. If you had 
two doors or three doors or however many doors in a room that you wanted mm-hmm. to open and all of them were stuck would you much rather put all your energy into opening one door or would you much rather go and put some energy into this door some into this door some into this door some into this door what would you do well i i mean i generally tend to be a pretty focused person so i guess it, it depends on the context that you're talking about but but um yeah usually i'm like I, i'd rather do one thing exceptionally well rather than a bunch of little things exactly so so exactly now take that concept and uh, and apply it to worry and anxiety about mm. not having time for example mm. so what you're doing is you're saying i want to get out of this room where i have no time but then you're focusing your attention on not having time as well as wanting to get out of the room where you have no time so you split your energy onto two things instead mm. put all your energy into having time and then you will make time because you won't be splitting your energy Yeah. Um so Zira um tell me about who you work with and and how folks engage with you like how do how do you work with clients? Um I work with clients in many different formats. So I basically run a 40-day workout which is a a thought reprogramming workout. And I also run a 365-day workout. which is more of a spiritual incubator because i have come to the conclusion after many years of doing the work that i do that there is no quick fix and you do really have to become committed to the work that you're doing so you can do the 40 day workout and take some exercises from what you learn and keep doing them it's about consistency it's two things it's consistency and deepening your knowledge so if i could create a parallel i would say it's like learning karate if you're if you're a white belt and you learn a few moves you need to perfect them before you can go to the yellow belt and then to the green and whatever uh, um what happens is people take skills or tools and they use one tool a little bit and then they skip forward to the next and the next and the next leading to a situation where they have not mastered anything yeah yes right and so what i do is in my programs i move people in a structured manner making sure that they acquire the skills that they're supposed to acquire before they go crazy using all the tools and then they're overwhelmed and they think that nothing's working because they're trying to do it all without actually creating mastery in what they are learning so um there are a number of programs there are specific programs based on specific things that people want to achieve and then there are general programs and when you connect with me you can find out all about them Excellent. And so and you have a book as well, uh Unlimited? I have several books. I've written 12 books. Woo! Unlimited is the 40-day workout. Yes. And then there's uh on manifesting mistakes. There's a workbook for bringing in the new year. Um there is an illustrated guide to the law of attraction which I think is a really good textbook for anyone yeah. who is visual. a visual learner and wants to learn about law of attraction uh-huh. because that book is all about a diagrammatic representation of the law of attraction. 
Yeah, very cool. Very cool. All right. Yep. And I, I see your books. Uh, yep. I see them all on Amazon here. This is fantastic. All right. So, uh, Zero, your website is zmahoon.com. That's Z-M-A-H-O-O-N.com. Uh, what should folks click on uh, when they when they go to your website? If they want to get in touch with me, they can click on the contact tab and send me a message. Mm -hmm. And if they just want to hang around and browse and look at what's going on in my universe, they are most welcome to stay as long as they want. Yeah, you've got a, uh, by the way, you've got a free download here as well um, yeah. about, uh, it says, why me? Why do bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. You can, you can grab that free download uh, at Zara's website. Zara, this has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.